Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gang coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And yes, we're coming to you once again with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for another opportunity, dear Heavenly Father, to serve you and to and to base in your word. Father God, we ask that you bless everyone that hear this radio broadcast, whatever situation that they're in. We're praying to that situation right now. We're praying, oh, Heavenly Father, that you move that which needs to be moved and that you build that which needs to be built and that you restore that that needs to be restored. Father God, we give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. We ask that your word go forth in power and in anointing. In the name of Yahshua, your son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And you know what? We're, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. I mean, if you want to hear, if you want to hear a prosperity message or you want to hear something about, uh, uh, you know, name it, claim it or something like that, you know, I'm going to ask you to, to you know, to, to go to another station, go to somebody else, because uh, that's not what we're preaching here today. What we're preaching to what we're preaching to you today, what we're teaching you today, it will restore your whole life so that you can prosper, so that you can benefit, but you need to know where you are and who you are in Christ right now. You know, you can't put the cart before the horse. The horse has to go first. The horse has to go first. So you need to get your life in order. You need to get your life right with Christ. Because, we you know, we've been playing church too long, and now it's time out for that. It's time for us to come back because our people are literally dying in the street. All right, I have a special guest on the line with me today, and uh You've seen the advertisement, but we're going to talk about is the mental health issues of Black America today, which is the most important, which is the most important thing that we need to be discussing today. And I have my my uh, my my co-host on the line with me today. Uh, you know, she's going to go ahead and introduce herself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what's going on uh, with your ministry. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for allowing me to actually appear on your platform to speak out about it. I'm Lorraine Tremell, and I am a three-time author. I'm an advocate as well as motivational speaker for mental health disorder. Uh, One of my books is titled Power for Faith While Conquering Principality, provides tools and resources to help assist families that are actually dealing with a loved one that's experiencing mental health disorder 
and and to allow them in coping with their mental health disorder circumstance. Amen. Amen. Well, well tell us a little, tell, talk to us about that, you know, talk to us about that. Well, I have a son that uh, he's 28. He deals, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. However, by me being a woman of God, I chose to uh, truly trust in God that there will be a deliverance in, upon his life. However, in between time and in the meantime, he does have to take his medication and uh he uh, he's all he's stigmatized quite a bit in society in in America. Uh, when you're dealing with a mental health person, he does not look like what he's going through. But there was something that um, triggered his chemical imbalance. However, whatever the chemical imbalance was triggered, uh, he, his state of mindset has not been uh, clear since then. And that was about nine years ago that I've been actually dealing with this. So uh, I'm I'm one of the chosen vessels by God to take care of our loved one. A lot of family members don't take care of them. They get allow them to get caught up in the system, or they are homeless. And when I say caught up in the system, with the medications that the government or uh, the Medicare provide for them, the medicine really uh, does not help them. Uh, that's my opinion of that. Uh, there's a, a lot more to that as well when it comes to uh, the medications and the government system. But that's what I'm dealing with and to uh, advise people never to give up on their loved ones and their family members. Don't just leave them in those facilities. Amen. Amen. Let, let, let me go to the Bible right now uh, before we get started. I'm going into the book of Psalms. Uh, of yes. 91, which is a very familiar to a lot of people. But I'm going to read just the uh, first uh, the first seven verses. Well, I'll read the first eight verses, and uh, and 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 then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the the floor to uh, to go ahead and start talking about uh, these things. Because when we're talking about mental health. You know, we're talking about a personal thing. We're talking about something that we have to deal with on the inside, all right? And it, it might not be able to be seen from the outside, but it's definitely something that we have to deal with, and when we, especially when it comes to uh, black America. All right, Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Glory to God. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowler and from the northern pestilence. He shall cover thee with, the, with His feathers. And under his wing shall thy trust. His truth shall be thy seal, shield, and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction 
that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only in thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We ask that your word go forth in power and in anointing and that it break the yokes. And we give you all the honor and all the glory and all the praise. In the name of Yeshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. All right. Look, when we come to, when it comes to, Mental health. I, okay, my listeners out there, you you know how many times have you rolled through the streets of Atlanta or through the streets of America? Because we may have listeners from all over the country. Um, listen, how many times have you walked by and you seen people just sitting out on the on the on the sidewalks, just walking down the street, babbling, talking to themselves, and and when you go to the store to the uh, to the gas station, you know there's a ton of people that's standing out there and they're begging for change, and you know that their that their mental health is is not right. What do you think? What do you think is causing this uh, in our society today? Well, there is a curse upon the land um, when you're dealing with that. Apparently, you just have to go through the flow flow of the nature of dealing with it and remain prayerful of it. I do want to um, make the statement that I'm not a certified doctor. I am speaking on behalf of my own personal testimonial that I'm dealing with with my son at the age of 28 and the things that I've recognized and and uh see on the inside of what I'm dealing with with him. However, mm-hmm. generational curses does exist, I believe. That's my personal opinion. However, however it bestows or fall upon you or your family or your friends and loved ones, we still have to keep in mind to keep God first. Uh, trust and believe that God will deliver, God will uh, perform a miracle because God is still in the miracle working business. I truly believe that a lot of uh, uh, things happen in life for God to show himself approved of who he really is as being the miracle uh, worker and performer because miracles were performed before we were, our time before we were born and miracles are still being performed. So I truly believe that God is uh, working miracles and working through the families and the people that need uh, healing and need to be restored and need to uh, receive revelation from God. So, therefore, you have to go through your process. You have to trust and believe. Yes, there are so many homeless people that are dealing with mental health illness and issues, but, again, a lot of things that you touch on, uh, Reverend Gant, that is the cause of it as well. Uh, from you know, back in the day when they were, you know, the government was doing certain things to get rid of our culture of people. So well, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Okay, you you mentioned that the medication 
mm-hmm. that they're giving people are, are you know, are, are aiding. I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it's aiding the situation. I, mm-hmm. I mean, instead of, instead of really healing them, you know, okay, for example, why is it that all of a sudden all of our children, babies, they're getting diagnosed with uh with 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 mental illness at a young age. Okay, so can you talk to us about that a little bit? Well, I'm not a professional in that era. I can yeah. only speak on uh my experience that I'm going through uh mm-hmm. with my son and what I uh observed uh in the time frame that he was among more patients such as himself, and the medication just was, it wasn't agreeing with my son. I'm I'm talking about the experience that I had with him, and his Mm -hmm. medication really triggered him to think uh, in a psychotic-type manner to where he did not know that I was his mother, and I knew Mm -hmm. something was wrong with the medication, yes. And then when I observed the other patients where he he was in a facility, I observed the other patients, and they were walking around like zombies. However, the medications that they were on, everyone was prescribed something different. But these are medications that comes through directly through the government by patients that are on Medicaid. So the medication that I saw that was administered to these patients, I just don't agree that they were in good form. So I can't speak on behalf of the professional side. I can only speak on behalf of the side that I witnessed. Mhm. Mhm. And 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 so and so and so today, today we're seeing a lot more of these uh, of these cases. And you know, and when you take a child, you know what. You know, my my grandmother and them, <laughs> my grandmother and them, they they from from the day a child was born, they were able to 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 talk about the child's character, talk about what the child was gonna need, what was gonna you know, they they knew these things. Things that they that you know, that others have to go to have to go to you know, college <laughs> To get the knowledge of, they knew how to go in the backyard. Glory yes, to God. Natural, natural <laughs> herbs. Yes, that was yes. during that time. But the world has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like this new millennium, we have to we have to grow with the process of the change of time, and that's what's happening now. So they had to do what they had to do, and and utilize what they had, which was more natural herbs. So that was a great thing. Mhm. And and you know something else something else that uh uh you know I was talking with a, another elder about is uh you know you know back in our day we got whoopings <laughs> yeah yes and we've got put on punishment and we had to do this and we had to do that I mean it, it wasn't like it is today where you walk inside a person's household and the kids are just sitting there playing games and. You know, uh, look at doing something on the television, or they doing something on the iPad or on the iPhone or something like that, and that's basically their babysitter, and uh, they're not doing any any kind of chores around the house or doing anything like that. 
And and we have to ask ourselves the question, you know, what what have we done to contribute to this? Because as soon as they're in a situation that requires some, you know, some stamina or some, you know, you know, that's when that's when that's when you, you realize that, you know, they're not working with a with with a full set that their that their minds have been distorted, that their minds have been altered. And everything that we see on that on the television, everything that they see uh, you know, on the YouTube and on the you know, there's so many avenues that that you know, so many what I'm trying to say, there's so many things that's contributing to this. So many things preached every day by by the by the media that you know we we are seeing a lot more cases of of, of people that are dealing with with mental health issues. Mhm, mhm. Yes, we are, and and we are seeing that. However. Um, you have to learn to go through the process of it, of course. Uh, when you observe it and recognize it, they need medical attention. Uh, our society, a lot of people stigmatize it. Um, it's something wrong with, uh, a little something wrong with everybody on earth. However, if you mm-hmm. are not aware of how to uh, balance that out, uh, get you some medical attention, it worsens then, and a lot of people are in denial about what's really going on. So uh, I just I make sure because of the situation that I'm in with my family, it it kind of threw me by surprise, and mm-hmm. it was something that we had never experienced before. So I recognized that there was help that needed. He needed some help. So I called on medical attention for that. And once I called on medical attention, I I began to receive a better understanding of what really was going on in reference to the chemical imbalance. A lot of things, because of these chemical imbalance, uh, a lot of children are being diagnosed uh, with ADHD. And Mm. that ADHD, uh, wherever, you know, that came from, we just have to deal with it and uh, get them some medical attention and uh, do not depend on the medications to overwhelm their state of mindset. Yes, get them the attention that they need, but you also have to be careful and mindful of what medications are being prescribed because there's so many medications out there uh, for these patients. Okay. You know, in our in our scripture reading, you know, this morning, you know, I went to uh, Psalms ninety one, and that first verse, you know, is so powerful. It says that he who dwell he that dwells in the secret place of the mm-hmm. Most High shall mm-hmm. abide under the shadow shadow of the Almighty. You know, do you feel like like you know, as a society, you know, we may have taken God out of the mix in some way. Well, that that varies there. It just depends on your upbringing and what you were taught in your upbringing. And in my household, uh, a family that prays together stays together. So it, just, it just depends on your upbringing and how you were raised. 
uh, I still utilize the word Jesus Christ, my Lord and personal Savior, and that's just what I was raised with, and that's my belief. There are so many different religions out there, but there's only two places to go. That's heaven or hell, and there's only one God, and God is in control of everything. He's Alpha and Omega. So it just depends on what uh, your belief is as, as you're coming up. As far as the word being taken out, people, that's, that's, it's going to be like that, uh, period. It's been like that forever since the time began. It's just a matter of the word getting out and you knowing God and you trusting and receiving the word of God. Amen. Amen. Well, well, you were saying that that you're a three-time author. Can you tell, talk to us a little bit about that? What was your writing and, and what was your motivation behind that? Yes, my motivation behind it, I actually did not start out trying to be a writer. I was going through some personal issues in my own life. My first book was birthed during the time that I was uh, experiencing a separation in my marriage and going through a divorce, and the depression began to uh, try to overwhelm my state of mindset and that I was living with a dark cloud over my head. Instead of me getting help, uh, you know, I was raised, we don't see therapy, we don't seek therapy, we we deal with it through the Word of God and get, you know, help through Christ, knowing the Lord, and that's what I did. However, uh, I do recommend therapy this day and time for people because you need someone to talk to, and that's what triggered the first book because I did not trust talking to people. You can tell five people your story, and you're going to get five different scenarios of what you're going through, the why this and the why that. So I did not trust speaking with others. I chose to write down my problems and my pain went on paper. And before I knew it, uh, time as time spanned over, there were so many different papers. I was like, oh, my goodness, I have a close friend over in Germany. We used to keep in touch. We couldn't talk much because the phone calls were so expensive. And one day she called out of the blue just to check on me. And I told her, I said, I could write a book about what's going on with me. So it's so much I, I, can't, I can't begin to tell you what's going on. And that's when she, uh, the next day she listened, she heard, she observed what I was saying. And the next day she sent me an email on how to publish a book. And I was like, oh, I am not trying to publish no book, but I spoke it into <laughs> existence by speaking with her. And she heard. So that's when God began to uh, do a work on the inside of me. Anything that God wants you to do or to get out and it's pondering on your mind and it keeps coming at you and coming at you, you're going to have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. So I had to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, and I said, well, Lord, I need you to direct me, guide me, and show me what it is that you want me to do. I don't want to tell my business to people. I'm just writing this down because I'm having a hard time dealing with it. So God began to do a work on the inside of me. And as I began to continue to write all of my pain on paper, it it actually became a book. Uh, certain things I did not disclose. You don't need to tell everything. You just need to tell certain things that will actually help save another soul and lead them to salvation and let them know that if God delivered you, he can also deliver the other person. So that's how the birth of my first book came about, and it's titled 
walking in faith during a storm because I was really going through a storm. And uh, it's based on how God delivered me from depression. Glory to God. Yes, yes. So many people uh, are suffering from depression, Mm-hmm. And and they don't even know it. And I give my testimony. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm busy doing this, busy doing that, doing all these things, and and didn't even realize that I was suffering with depression. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it until until I was talking to a friend of mine, and and, and you know she's in uh, uh, psychology and all that, and and we were just talking and. Uh, and then I started saying different things, and she was just like, wait a minute. She was like, uh, Pastor Gant, hold on a minute. Did you just say what? Did oh, you yeah. say what? And then, she, and then she broke it down to me, and I was just like, what? And, you know, and it had to do with the with the, with the home going of my mother, you mm. know, who passed, passed away. And that was almost seven years ago. Mm. Um, and, and, and I had never, I, I didn't deal with it. I didn't do, go through the grieving process. I didn't go through, you know, I was just like, hey, you know, hallelujah, you know, mama gone home, you know, and and, and, and didn't realize that I was going through depression and didn't even know it. Exactly. And you know, God has a way with his timing because it's not our timing, it's God's timing. I actually dealt with that back in, okay, check out the date now. Back in 2004, I was so rebellious that I was not, I was determined not to tell my personal business. And the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. kept pondering on my mind and kept telling me that this is what you have to do. And I I stuck with what I was saying. I was rebellious. So 2004 is when everything, my life seemed as though it began to crumble. 2009 it was not until the year that my divorce actually went final. 2014 is when I, uh, t- 2012 is when I actually published the book. So I had been writing from 2004 up until the book got published in 2012, the birth of Ooh. the book, uh, because I was in, I was, I was being uh, rebellious of what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do. So I, my advice to people. Don't be rebellious of what God is doing to you because he could be opening up a door of many blessings because he's opened up so many doors of opportunities for me since 2012. And look at me now. I've I've selected on different platforms to scout about it. First of all, God has to prepare you. You have to be ready to be used as a vessel to tell your testimony, which means going through humiliation. But there's no uh, humiliation when it comes to God when you're doing a testimony because you could be saving a life of someone else and help bringing them to salvation to save their soul. Wow. Yeah, amen. Amen. So, so, so that was the first book. Yes, the first book, mm-hmm. and the. Well, well, give the name and title, and, and let the people know how they can get the uh, how they can get that book, and then let's go into the second one. And okay. um, the first book is titled "Walking in Faith During a Storm," and you can locate that book. It's available out on seven different outlets, which is Amazon. Dot com. You can go on Amazon. You can go on Walmart.com. I'll just give a few, Barnes & Noble, and one book for a million. But it's out on seven different platforms. And 
and I always say that the book is going to do what God wanted to do. It will bless you. It, it's filled with inspiring words of encouragement to help empower others in conquering depression all through Christ because we all know that depression is reality. However, conquering depression, it is a mission. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the next book. and the second book, uh, it, it was birthed through the experience that I'm actually going through today. Uh, the principalities are still occurring today with my oldest son that's 28, and it's titled Power for Faith While Conquering Principalities, and that is the book that uh, provides tools and resources to help assist families that are experienced uh, with a loved one uh, that's dealing with mental health disorder, and that book will uh, provide those tools and resources to help you in coping with your loved one uh, uh, that's going through that, to work work to coping with it and going through their mental health disorder circumstances. And mm. it's also available on those seven platforms as well, which is Amazon.com, uh, Walmart.com, uh, One Book for Million. Uh, Barnes and Noble, Goodreads, uh, Bookshop.org, and Lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. So it's on all of those major platforms. Uh, it's available, and it will bless you. I would say get it today, read about it, and it it can't do anything but help you. I'm providing information uh, from my own testimonial, self-experience, everyday chronicles that I've experienced with my son. Glory to God. And I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I do not look like what I'm going through. A lot of people don't look like what they're going through. However, I am a living, walking testimony, and I'm also a vessel willing to be used by God. And that's the most important factor. You have to be willing to be used by God in order to tell your story and to get it out, to walk in your divine purpose of what God will have you to walk in and to get getting what God wants you to be. Amen. And you know, you know, I often, I often tell people, you know, boy, I don't know what God that y'all serve. He, he, he must be the different from the one I'm serving because he don't never tell me to do nothing that I want to do. He always tell me the things that need to be done. That you know, and I'm always going kicking and fighting like, oh God, God you got to be kidding me. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and and every time, you know, every time, it, you know, it's just amazing how how you know how the Lord you know moves in my life and how you know it blesses everybody. You know, yes, yeah, yes. And you know, that's when God will really use you when you're in a, a, a uncomfortable position. If it's too comfortable for you, then He can't use you. You have to be in an uh, uncomfortable positions in order for God to use you that way you won't be compromising uh, the work that God has placed upon your life. You, there's no compromising when it comes to working for God. you got to do what the Holy Spirit leading guides you to do in order for it to bless others. And you have to mean it and be sincere about it. Amen. Well, well in, these, in, these, in these financial times that we're living in, uh, you know, how important you know, when we talk about mental health and and like you said, I agree with what you said, you know, all of us are suffering from some 
version of some type of mental health disorder, every last one of us, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Our problem is, our problem is, we don't want to go. We don't want to go see the uh, uh, yeah. the psychiatrist or the, or the or the social worker or none of those, those people that can help us. We don't want to go see them because we associate, uh, you know, mental illness with being crazy. Can you talk about that a minute? Oh yeah, but um, now your question, you your 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 question is. Um, we repeat your question so that I can get a get clarity yeah. on. Yeah, you know, most most of us most of us as Black Americans they associate mental health uh, treatment or anything with like being like you know being crazy. So they kind of they're kind of in denial about yeah. those. Things. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. reason why they're drinking, the reason why they're doing this, the reason why they're doing that, it goes back to. You know, probably something that might have happened in their childhood, or something that dealt with their, that affected them, their mental health, and they don't even know, because they're they're afraid to go see a, you know, they're afraid to go see a psychiatrist or anything like that. Now they'll go to the doctor for their high blood pressure, <laughs> and they'll go to the doctor when their feet hurt, but when their mind is hurt. They don't want to go see the doctor. <laughs> yeah, that that happens with a lot of us. Um, my only way out of that is prayer, uh, being spiritual about that, and knowing God. But though there's a lot of people that don't know which way to turn or what direction to turn in, and I I think it's kind of sad when you don't know uh, or don't know the Lord or know what to turn to. But whatever force of of help and hope that you can turn to, that's what will get a lot of people out over to the next uh, destination of where they need to be. Um, Religion is a very strong, powerful source uh, in this nation and on this journey called life that has been introduced to me as in my early childhood. However, a lot of people have not been introduced to it. So uh, for those that have not been introduced to it, they find their way uh, other ways. And and un- unfortunately, though, that's just the way that it is. It's just good that if you do your part as a Christian by planting a seed, if you run across uh, someone in life in, in that nature, you just do the best that you can as a Christian by planting a seed and giving a person some type of hope and allowing your light to shine. That's all we can do. We can't save the entire world, but we can be disciples to do our part as a Christian and to give them uh, some type of hope. And my hope is prayer, trusting and believing in uh, the word of God and knowing that there's a better source of whatever it is we need to to grow to. Everyone is different. Everyone's path is different. Uh, What's for you is for you. So I totally, truly believe in uh, my faith in Christ that has gotten me where I am to this day. But, again, a lot of people are born atheists. You have the atheists. You have different religions. And you just have to be that light into someone else's life and plant a good seed. Amen. Well, you know, you know, we're gonna let you speak on the on your third book in a minute. But you know, this woman is so talented, y'all. <laughs> and 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 you know, we were out to, out there at the uh, 
at the Stop the Violence yeah. in Atlanta uh, event that was done by by uh, Demita, which she did an outstanding job. I, I thank God for that young lady. You know, she yeah. just much glory to God, yeah. and I, I love her. And you know, and and I saw you out there, and you were busy taking pictures and doing this and that. Yeah. Now, some skills that you're not telling us about now. So, what made you get into photography as you did? Well, I I, I actually model as well. I model for the full figure. We uh, represent uh, total huh? self esteem and confidence within yourself and who you are. Uh, a lot of people, the world stigmatize uh, models by thinking that they have to be uh, small as a pencil when you don't. But that's, that's what I do. I model. So I've always loved uh, being in front of a camera as well as behind a camera because I feel that pictures are sentimental. They'll tell the story of, of whatever is going on in your life and Pictures are a joy to me, and when you know you have when people are bringing a bundle of joy into the world, baby, everyone takes baby pictures. You know, everyone wants to take that first time baby picture. You you're, you're looking for photos, and then if someone dies, you're looking for a picture to post on their obituary. And a lot of people don't have them because some people just don't have a picture of their parents. Uh, you know, so I just always have love pictures. And I do, I, I'm just as good behind the camera as I am in front of the camera. So that's okay. what I do. Yes, I do. I model um, in front of the camera, and I love taking pictures. I'm behind the camera. So I'm a photographer in training right now, not as professional as I should be, but they're good enough to get out what I need to get out. When you do those family portraits and the wedding portraits and the people are happy and you see a smile on their face, those are memories that you can just you know, they're so precious that you cannot, you know, you can't, you can't just forget about the moment. So I love capturing moments of joy for sentimental reasons. And um, that's what you saw me out there doing that day. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoy it. I love bringing life to others. Glory to God. Well, well, you know, I, I love this scripture. He that dwelleth in the secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, you just, you just showed us how, you know, there's a lot of women out there that they ain't the size, you know, the size one, two, or three, or six, or, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're big, beautiful women. I mean, yeah. you're a beautiful woman. If anybody sees you, you they're going to know that there's a difference about you, the way you carry yourself. Yeah. But there a lot of women that that you know they 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 ju- they're very judgmental on themselves. They don't feel like their life is right. Yeah, and, and a lot of that yeah. comes from, a lot of that comes from you know uh, 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 mental abuse and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, what what do they call that where their where their 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 uh, significant other might be telling them, you 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 big old something you dig old dig old that you know and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it affects their character, but but you're showing an example that okay, it doesn't matter, you know, you know how big you are, how small you are. The beauty comes from within, and, yeah. and every woman is beautiful. I, I don't I don't I, I don't I can't see uh, you know myself calling a woman ugly. Uh, 
because there's beauty in her. If you look in her eyes, you're going to see the beauty. I mean, if you look at her character, you're going to see the beauty in her. And, and it's important that we that we that we take care of ourselves. So so on your modeling side, a lot of the things that you do, um, you know, is, is that is that uh, you know for the designers or or that's uh, for different uh, or for is that for different entities uh, like Walmart and. And, uh, yes, it's for uh, it's for all entities, the designers as well as the print modeling. I love doing the print modeling uh, uh-huh. for for yes to represent whatever brand that I'm representing. Who I am, I have uh, high self esteem and self confidence in who I am when I'm representing whatever brand. Amen. Well, <laughs> well, people might not know this about me, but when I first came. When I first came uh, came out of the military and came back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that you know I got involved with my uh, with my cousins and a few of my relatives. You know they was deep up into the hair business and to you know the uh, cosmetics and all that stuff. Okay. And they, they and so they got me they got me started modeling. So I got with an actual professional uh, modeling team. That was all male at that time, and uh, and I was I was modeling back in the day, and uh, you know, and then but you know when I got into the gospel when the Lord came into my life, you know, I was still I, I was I was still dressing you know and and looking one hundred, but you know I was I was taking on a new a new chapter in my life. And so I it's okay, yeah. I encourage our young men to 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 look into other fields like that. I mean, you know that you know there are male models that are out there, and they are represented. And and yeah. a lot of a lot of these young men, they don't know the opportunities that are available for them. And and you know, and and for our women, you know, I have to tell you all that that you know that you all are beautiful no matter what. No matter what, and so as you as you begin to uh, to work on yourself now 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 I'm gonna say this too now some things are not <laughs> some things are not uh, are not for everybody. Okay, exactly. so, I agree. so you don't be out there wearing something that's gonna be you know showing exposing you and showing you and. I mean, yeah, one of the little girls need to wear that. They'll look nice in that, but you ain't going to look cute in that. You got to know how to dress. But that. even if you're small, if you're small or large, you still should carry yourself. And I would put it this way, like a lady, don't be no. revealing to any, you know, too much of your body parts because you don't want to expose your entire body to to uh, the world like that. You have to at no. least... Yeah, have man. something, yeah. You you don't want to be uh, showing too much exposure, but whatever you do and whatever you model, uh, you do it uh, respectfully and have respect for yourself and some class about it, and no exposing too much many body parts. But again, you 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 know, fashion is good. Fashion is great. It's just how you choose to wear it and how you choose to. Uh, present yourself before people. Mhm. Well, what would you what would you say about the fashion of today? Because you know, 
it seemed like uh, you know the 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 leggings fans and the you know every excuse me everybody is everybody I mean and I and I see our I see our young women going back to a more natural uh, uh, state you know they're they're not they're not exposing their bodies to all that stuff like that they got their hair natural. I, that that's like a that's like a revolution going on out here at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not opposed to the the fashion uh, because fashion change changes yeah. all the time. However, again, it comes back to how you present yourself as a human being, as a woman, or even a man. So it just <laughs> depends on each individual. Just don't expose too much. But the fashion change, even with the leggings, the shorts, and everything. Fashion is mm-hmm. is gonna change uh, all the time. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of you presenting yourself respectfully. And what looks good on what looks good on you, you know, it might not be good for the next person, but you know, we have to find what looks good on us. Exactly, and cater to your size and cater to uh, yourself respectfully. Okay, it's at twelve twelve forty four right now, and I want you to talk about wow. your third. Okay, the third book is actually uh, titled Life, Love, and Lockup, and it, the title of that is Appointed Angels, and that is the title that the curator came up with. Her name is Michelle Lovett, and mm-hmm. she had, actually has three books out, and I became a part of her book because of the title Appointed Angels, and it was just a blessing that I take part in that to give other authors opportunity to tell their testimonies. It's with nine more women telling their testimonials of, of what they went through. And it's just good to know that you're not alone with your testimony. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of them being willing to tell their testimonies. And their testimonies actually helped me. And my mm-hmm. chapter in the book is Chapter 13. And um, it's actually talking about how I'm I'm delivered, so that's the name of it, uh, being delivered, uh, because I went through so much from deliverance to to what I am now. So that's basically what my chapter is about, chapter 13 in the book, and it's a blessing to even be a part of it. And it's also located on Amazon online bookstore as well. Wow. You, you, You actually, you actually, wrote the 13th chapter. And do you know the the numerology of God, the number 12 stands out, but the number 13 is the number of God because that was always 12, 12, 5. But then when you count Moses, when you count the leadership, we're back at 13. When you count the priest, we're back at 13. When you count, when you count the disciples with, you know, there were 12 disciples that was picked for the 12 nations. Okay, but then when you put Jesus Christ there, we're back at the number 13. And so Satan tried to tell us that 13 was a bad luck number. No, 13 is the numerology of God. And so that's amazing that you that you came in on the 13th chapter. 13th chapter. Ah, wow, that's amazing to even hear that. Thank you. Yes, yeah. indeed. But it's filled with testimonials. That I, I enjoyed that read. That was a great read. So I advise people to go out and get that when it's called Appointed Angels. And uh, uh, I, this day and time, we have so many authors out there, but it's a blessing that they're willing to tell their testimonies 
and uh, our testimonies are just so real. So you go out there, get all three of those books, and they will bless you. Amen. Okay, okay. So, so let's let's go back and uh, give them the book titles and uh, give them where they can see them, where they can, uh, how they can get in touch with with you, how they can uh, get the books, so that they'll know what's going on. It's oh, okay. Well, the first book again is titled uh, "Walking in Faith During a Storm," and it's how God delivered me from depression. And look at me now. And also the second book is titled Powerful Faith While Conquering Principalities. And it provides the tools and resources to help assist families dealing with mental health disorder. Okay, you break it up. You need to back up from the microphone. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, are you able to hear me clearly now? Yes, very clear. So go start back. All right, the first book is titled Walking in Faith. During a storm, and that is the book that how God delivered me from depression. Oh, I was walking walking with a dark cloud over my head, and and look at me now when you saw me in the park. And uh, also, the second book is titled Powerful Faith While Conquering Principalities, and that book uh, is providing it will provide tools and resources to help assist families that are experiencing a loved one, experiencing mental health disorder. Get that book today. It will definitely bless you. And the third book, I'm uh, alongside nine more authors. It's ten of us. We're telling our testimonials, and it's titled Appointed Angels, Life, Love, and Lockup. And all three books are on Amazon.com as well as walmart.com. So it's on a lot of different platforms. Go out there and get that book and, and be blessed by it and, and bless someone else and help be supportive of the black authors because black authors do matter, especially when you're willing to tell your testimony. And we know that we all have a story to tell. And so we're, we've been the chosen ones to tell our story. Hope prayerfully it will help save someone. It will help bring someone uh, to salvation of knowing God. It's all about uh, encouraging, empowering, and uplifting one another. We have to learn to do that more with one another and not tear one another down, not be judgmental of one another, not stigmatize the mental health uh, arena of people. Help them. If you see them and something's wrong with them or if you're not uh, brave enough to step up to them, just pray for them from a distance. Hold your hand out to them and lift up a word of prayer and ask God to keep their mindsets, deliver them, and declare and decree the restoration of their mind, body, and soul. We have to be a, our brother and sister's keeper and pray for them when their mindset is not right for them to pray. So that's that's basically what I focus on, helping someone else be a blessing to someone else today and not downsize and criticize people. Let's help one another and encourage one another. Amen. Amen. You, you know, and, 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 and I would say, I would say, you know, don't be afraid, uh, Church of the Living God, don't be afraid to rebuke, to chastise, Amen. and to to uh, and, and to tell people, you know, especially those that are in your family, that are close to you, you know, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. But, you know, but whenever you do anything, 
I ask that you do it in love because yeah. you know, the, the, they, you know, there's a real enemy out here that we're facing, and that's the devil and Satan. And, and you know, his demons are out there, and they're doing their job. Their job, they come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is what they're here to do. And, 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 and because they see the Christ in you, they want to destroy your children. They want to destroy your offspring. They want to destroy your ministry. They want to destroy everything that you're doing. They, this is a literal war. The angels are fighting against these principalities every day. Mm-hmm. And we have, to, we have to realize that we are in a spiritual warfare. A lot of people yeah. don't, you know, a lot of people walking around here like ain't nothing going on. But but there's been a war that's been going on since forever, <laughs> you know. And Satan is making himself, he's making himself clear with all of the things that we see happening today. Those same things happen in nations like Sodom and Gomorrah. All the all this you know LGBT thing, all this all this uh, all of a sudden white supremacy all coming up, and all these different things that are happening today. Those those are attempts. The enemy is out to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And and we got to be on our guard. We have to pray for the nation. We have to pray for each other, and we have to pray for our children, especially. You know, because it's a growing process for them. Just like we had to grow in the knowledge of Christ, you know, they also have to grow in the yeah. knowledge of Christ. Okay, I, you know, I want you to take a few minutes to, uh, you know, just to, uh, you know, minister to the people in whatever way you want to. Um, and if you want to uh, close out with a prayer, you can go ahead and do that. Yes, indeed. And before I close out in prayer, I would like to tell everyone to just adopt a scripture. Uh, my favorite scripture is, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. That's in Philippians 4 and 13. Uh, it may not, whatever suits you. I've been uh, utilizing that scripture to help strengthen me since I was 18, maybe younger than that, but 18 is what I, I can really remember of how I applied it to my life. And I believed in it and I trusted in it and look at me today and I'm still utilizing that scripture. So there's tons of scriptures in the Bible. Get you one and utilize it and and apply it to your everyday living, something that where you can get your strength from and gain your strength that's going to help you in getting where God wants you to be in your life. So adopt a scripture, live by it, trust it, believe it. That's just a word of wisdom that I can leave everyone with. Get you a scripture and live by it and trust and believe that it will come to pass and that it will happen and and plant a seed and be kind wherever you go. And with this prayer, I'm going to go in closing with the prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, Father God, as we reverence your name on high. Lord, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, and we give you all the praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father and Holy Spirit, for allowing this platform with Reverend Lionel Gant to be able to reach your people. And the most important thing, Lord, Father God, is that we reach someone that will want to gain their salvation and to come to you, Lord, Father God. We thank you for the light that's shining on the inside of us to be able to feed your sheep, Lord, Father God. Feed your people with a word and with a word of encouragement, with a word of empowerment, with a word of hope with a word of love 
And, Lord, Father God, we ask that you bring your people together, Lord, Father God, because where we are numbered and gathered, we know that things can change. Miracles can happen, and miracles are being performed in this day and time, even in this millennium. And, Lord, Father God, we pray for the people of the world. We're praying right now for the nation. We're praying, Lord, Father God, that you continue to feed your sheep and continue to be for your people and let the anointing of the Holy Ghost rain down upon us, Lord, Father God. Fill us yes. with your heavenly love, Lord, Father God. Let your yes. anointing rain down right now like never before because we yes. need a healing in the land, Lord, Father God. Yes. Even though there is a, the pandemic is going on, we see that you're still in the midst of things, Lord, Father God. Yes. Everything happens for a reason, but, Lord, we ask right now for the healing in the land. Continue to yes. touch your people. Continue to lead your people. Continue to guide your people. Continue to direct your people, Lord, Father Father God, and Lord, Father God, we ask that the anointing of the Holy Ghost be upon your people. Every demonic force and evil spirit of wickedness in high places, Lord, Father God, we ask that you allow us to be able to recognize it around us. We as Christians have to learn now to recognize these things around us and know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It has no power of authority over us. We have the power and authority. We declare and decree power and authority over you our Lord and Savior, who gave it to us, Lord, Father God. Continue to be with us. Overpower us, Lord, Father God, with the authority and not to take it for granted, but to do it in the work and the will that you've called us to do when we see that there's a problem. Prayer warriors come forth, Lord, Father God. We're sending out prayers that are happening, allowing things to happen to see your miraculous. We're trusting and believing in you in prayer, Lord, Father God. We're not praying just to pray. We're sending forth, Lord, Father God, a word, a word knowing that your word is sticking to what you said you're going to do. We can have life and have it abundant, and Lord Father God, and that no weapon is formed against us shall prosper. So, Lord Father God, we ask that you come right now, come into our hearts and lives as your personal Savior, and continue to lead us, guide us, and we ask that you would grant this anointed prayer, Lord Father God, in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, this is the whole truth, but the truth radio broadcast. And hey, we coming to you once again with nothing but the whole truth. You know, mental health is a reality, and that's something that we have to deal with. But so, 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 we're asking you all to, uh, to you know, those of you that want to give, we're asking that you, you know, that you go to our. Uh, go to our box to uh, to give your donation because we need your help right now to reach the masses. And I think we have like a, about four hundred uh, about four hundred listeners on our broadcast. So uh, we want that number to continue to grow. And if every one of you give a small donation, that would be a lot. All right, this is the whole this is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. This is Pastor Lionel Gant, and I thank you for sharing in with our broadcast today, and I thank our our guest today for the powerful, powerful revelation that she brought forth. All right, this is The Whole Truth, Nothing But The Truth Radio Broadcast. Peace and blessings. 